three, two, one. Welcome back to another episode of AT Talks. Come at you with a new series. This is Gratitude and Passion. And hey, Paul, I didn't let you know this, but I just wanted to say thank you for not only being a friend for the last year and a half, but being a mentor of mine. And uh, I'm really grateful that I ran into you on social media and that you've shared so much knowledge and wisdom and experience and perspectives with me over the last 15 months. So before we got into the passion part, I just wanted to say thank you. Well, mentorship goes two ways. Uh, it was, you know, you got to find the silver lining in what we do. And when COVID hit and everybody was kind of locked down and we couldn't do anything and, you know, you and um, a couple others, uh, Mike and Ed put together just started shooting the crap and all of a sudden it blossomed and uh, I'm really fortunate you guys did that and uh, you know we take advantage of what we do and you know I, I you know there's a, a line from uh, Heartbreak Ridge with uh, Clint Eastwood you know we're Marines we adapt improvise and overcome well we do the same thing in athletic training absolutely we yeah. do so I've been doing this for uh, full-time three years but five years uh, is when I became certified and you've been doing this for about 25 years rough give or take so my question is what gets you out of bed keeps you coming to work keep you fired up what's what's behind that it, it, it's really all about the why and that's what you're asking about it, but you have to understand your own why um, if you're in it for the for the money or if you're in it because well, we all know nobody's in this for the money um, but if you're in it because you like sports you like hanging out with athletes that ain't going to get it done because that gets old in a hurry uh, you have to have passion. And, and I use the word passion. I don't like what I do. I don't love what I do. I have passion for it. It's deeper. Um, being able to help that, that athlete who do something that they love that for one reason, well, either they are injured and they can't do it. So we help them get back there or they're injured. Not so bad that they can't do it, but they're not, they can't do it to their full extent and their full potential. And we can help bring that out and just to help people do what they love that, that's all it takes for me. Now, I have, I have a question for it. There's a lot of days where I don't need anything to fire me up. I just wake yeah. up. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to rock. But then there's some time periods where it's, it's like, all right, just go to work. Do you ever do you ever have those where you just Absolutely. have to get through today, get through tomorrow? Absolutely. There, there are good days and bad days. You know, uh, we have a senior this year playing girls across who tore ACL. You know, that day sucks. And the next day is even worse because, you know, you got to come in and face her and tell her her career is over after she lost her junior year to COVID. Now she, and this is the one weekend of practice. We haven't even played a game senior year and she tears her ACL and her career is over. And I got to tell her that, you know, those days suck, but knowing that we can help make that better for her and we can find another direction. And yes, there are days you just got to get through it and you got to fight it and, and look for the silver lining. You she took it great and uh, she's been here every day and her rehab's going spectacular after surgery. And, you know, you, you find the, the silver lining, like when COVID comes in, you, you find social media friends and all of a sudden they become true friends. You know, you, you got to find the good in it. Cause if you look at, if you're looking for negative, you'll find it. But if, but if you, if you're looking for some positive, you'll find that too, but you gotta be looking. If you're, if you're looking to be negative and you're looking to be pissed off because your coaches um, rescheduling things or they're moving times on you and they didn't communicate with you. Well, did you communicate with them? Did you reach out to them and say, Hey, are you practicing today at three o'clock? I know that's what's on the schedule. Are we doing that? Tomorrow's our practice at three o'clock. It's that's what's scheduled. Are we still on? And if they say yes, then it's on them. But if you wouldn't ask, why are we blaming them for not hunting you down? If you don't ask, you know, you're not going to hear yes. 
Absolutely. And another, another question I want to ask you is that uh, go, going to work, being a full-time athletic trainer is one thing, but the, the mentorship, the leadership, the state district, NATA participation, how, how do you keep all that going and are still so fired up and interested in helping the profession after two and a half decades? Well, that's just it. I, I get so much from the profession. I think it's my responsibility to give back to it. Um, so by being a mentor to others, but, and, and by being a mentor, I'm getting stuff back. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's, that's a double, double benefit. You know, uh, I get to give as well as I get back and giving back to the profession. It, it's helping me. And as a professional, if I'm working with a secondary school committee, helping, um, create uh, position proposals, if I'm working with the ethics committee and, and we're keeping bad athletic trainers out of the profession, um, things like that, you know, that's, that it helps me in the long run as well as all the other athletic trainers. So, you know, again, looking for the silver lining. Is, is that the uh, advice you would give for the early career athletic trainer, someone 10 years or less, roughly, they're just kind of going through the day and they're, you know, do you have some good days and some bad days? What, what would you say to them to just keep moving forward one day at a time or? Have a plan, mm-hmm. um, know, what, know what you want to achieve. If you're going in, in each day going, huh, I wonder what's going to happen to me today. Well, that's going to happen to you. Uh, but if you go in saying, okay, I need to restock my, my cabinets. Uh, I got to see these eight guys for rehab. Uh, I've got practice to make sure I'm prepped for and, and think about what the worst can happen. So you're prepared for it. And then you're prepared for it and you can handle it. If you're going in and you're just walking in the door, looking around going, okay, what are we doing? It's going to happen to you, not for you. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're going to have bad days and, and, and that's okay. Um, you fight through those and look for the good stuff and you'll find it. And, and, and in every job setting, I work in a secondary school setting and I love it. And I'm passionate about it. I'm sure the industrial athletic trainers, they, they're going to go in and the factory's all gray and they, they got to find something to, to motivate them, whether it's their patients, um, their coworkers, whatever you, you find, you find something. Cause if you're not looking for it, you ain't going to find it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You have to have a plan uh, for sure. You can't just be waking up and with no direction and just letting the boat kind of drift off at shore. You know, you, ha- you have to have a, a destination in mind. Absolutely. Is there any, if you could go back uh, to when you were younger, did you have any mentors that like gave you a specific piece of advice or just said something that has stuck with you? Did you just call me old, by the way? Uh, but besides that, uh... Uh, you know, I put a video up a couple of days ago and I said you were 137 in there. I don't yeah. know if you watched it, but yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I caught it. Don't, don't get me wrong. <laughs> um, I, I just, I was kind of feeling good because before you're usually calling me 176. So, you know, um, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't recall one specific piece of advice that just hung with me. It's I've had great mentors. I've had hall of fame mentors um, who had a similar passion. And I learned by observing and watching their passion and how they got through their day and, and how they gave back to the profession. And they still give back to me. I, I reach out to them. I talked to two of them uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact. So having that connection and staying connected with your mentors is really important. And um, being able to ask them questions as you get into those bad days, be able to have somebody reach out to and say, hey, I just need to talk. I don't need, I don't need a solution. I just need, I need you to let me vent. Or, hey, I need a solution. I've got a problem. To have somebody to reach out to is, is really important, especially for a young professional. 
No, I, I 100% agree. Uh, there are a lot of people talking out, you know, on social media, but when, when you talk or when you have something to say to me, I shut up and listen. Uh, cause I know that you're coming from a place where you got, you've experienced it in some way, shape or form, or you might have a different perspective than me. Um, and the, that mentorship aspect is, is so big yeah. and I appreciate you being available yeah. and always answering the phone when I call or when I text or when I throw you a DM or a tweet, yeah. uh, it's, it's really been helpful for but me. Again, it goes both ways. You, you, as a young professional, there are things that you learned in your, in your education that wasn't out there when I went through school. So when I reach out and say, Hey, I want to look at this modality, but I don't know anything about it. What do you think? You know, you're there for us. And, and, um, we learn from you. Thus, uh, when I say we, the uh, more experienced professionals, we learn from the young professionals as much as you all learn from us. It's just we're learning different things from each other. And that's the give and take of a mentor-mentee relationship. Well, I don't really have any other questions. I just wanted to thank you for, for being there for me the last 15 months and giving me that different perspective because, uh, you know, the, I, I think a specific way. So it's very nice to run that through somebody and have a different perspective come in and say like, well, maybe, maybe you're going to a little too little ego here and maybe try to do this and build these relationships and go at it this way. And well, it, that's, it, that's it just that we're, we're all looking at it a different way. We all have our own experiences, our own uh, morals and, and ethics. And we got, we got to kind of sometimes fight through that. And that's sometimes the toughest thing. You know, you get that athlete, that, that volleyball player or the cross country kid, and, and you've gotten to know them and you really like them and here they are coming in the room and they've got an injury. Can you put aside those feelings and evaluate them objectively and be able to make the determination of what's wrong and what should they do, not what can they do and what, what can they get away with? You know what I mean? To put that aside. And that's, that's really hard. Um, the two hardest things is that and, and the battle between ethics and morals what you think is right versus what society and your job thinks is right. You know, your employer says you can't use rectal thermometry because we don't want, we don't want that going on here, but you know, it could save somebody's life. Do you do it or do you not? And if you do do it, are you doing it correctly? Are you educated on how to do it? And are you going to save somebody's life? Or did you see a neat tool on the internet and you're going to use that because you saw it looked really cool and some other professionals you respect know how to use it. So they use it. I'm going to do it because they did it. And are you going to get yourself in more trouble? You know, like I said, like you and I both said, there's got to be a plan to it and you can't just haphazardly do stuff. Um, you know, there's always, there's always more to do, get better at, learn everything from the psychology, the mental health to the, the nutrition and there's so much that's changing and growing. It's, you know, it's never ending. Absolutely. Well, I see you're at work there. Don't work too hard. It is June. You never work too hard. <laughs> work, work, work. All work all the time. No, no, no. Work hard, play hard. You know, it's, you, you, you do it all. Yeah. Throw some, throw some balance in there. Throw some barbecue Absolutely. in there. Uh, never get too know, much barbecue. A day at the beach or something fishing yeah. or whatnot but absolutely thank you for your time on this thursday morning here afternoon for yes, you yes it's yes yes thursday afternoon for you yeah. um, i'll put this up and have a great day have a great weekend and i hope to see you someday in real life you know absolutely in the future absolutely and and let everybody know that anybody has a question i'm accessible through twitter and whatever reach out happy to help what's the uh the thing going on friday it, it, i saw there's a little infographic and it was like 
Motivation Friday or something with Paul. Oh, yeah, it's MAATA. Mid-Atlantic Athletic Training Association. They kind of do a shout out to kind of introduce different committee members throughout the, uh, the district. Oh. And uh, they're giving a shout out to me this week. Well, well-deserved. Uh, I try. Well-deserved, buddy. Always getting better. <laughs> All right. Have a great day, brother. You too.